despite the rather wintry weather, I've still got to go out there and walk my three dogs. But I'm inviting you to come and join me. But unlike me, you don't need to don on a coat and wellies. You can join me virtually each week via YouTube. During this Advent period, I'm going to be discussing uh, different topics in the run-up and the lead-up to Christmas. And the first one's already, already available for you to watch on the theme of hope. So I would encourage you to tune in each week, subscribe to our YouTube channel, turn on notifications so you don't miss out, and journey with me as we prepare ourselves for the birth of Christ.
Good morning! Welcome to Holy Baptist Church Advent Special and Christmas! And Christmas! Look, 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 here we go. Oh, Certainly, the batteries have gone. Can you actually see that? Oh no! I don't think it's working. Can you actually see that? There we go. There we go. There we go. It's flashing at you. Yeah, I'm flashing. I'll turn those off because they'll be <laughs> distracting. <laughs> I've just got to lie. So welcome uh, to our uh, service this morning. We've got a fun service for you based on the Advent theme of faith. Faith. Yes. Last Yay. week. We were looking at what theme last hope. week? Hope. Oh, and this we're looking at face. We'll come to that in a minute. Thank you to everyone that sent in your joining photos um, of you opening okay. advent calendars or doing advent candles. Oh, I actually added it afterwards um, out in front of Christmas decorations. Um, so thank you everyone that sent their photos in. Um, I think I was maybe a little bit early on Christmas decorations. We haven't put ours up yet, have we? No. So next week joining photos is you in front of your Christmas decorations, be it outside your house or inside your house. We'd love to see photos of you, not of your, just your Christmas decorations, of you with your Christmas decorations. That would be amazing. So please send that to join.in at UK. Have a competition. Who does the best? I'll tell you what's happening. One of my work colleagues, Eve, stop moaning. Um, one of my work colleagues has got to do an, a window. So she's got to dress one of her house windows. Just put them down because it's making too much noise. Um, and they're going to do it like a, so it's like um, a calendar, like an advent oh. calendar. So each window appears each December day. Mm. So we're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a drive around Hawley, haven't we? Just well, our part of Hawley, just to have a look at some of the Christmas Some people have gone really over the top round our way, which is nice actually. Uh, <coughs> right, now. Yes. Pub. When we go um, out of our lane, we see loads of there is the pub is covered in oh, Christmas yeah, decorations. Near us, yeah. Yes, yeah. So now Ellie is going to I said that Advent theme is faith, and Ellie's gonna read a passage to us. It's found in Hebrews chapter eleven, verse one. Do you want to read it nice and loudly? Careful. Faith. Be sure of the things we hope for, and faith means knowing that something is real, even if we do not see it. Even if we do it's not see it. actually highlighted in your Bible. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? You know, in in uh, my version, it said, "Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not see." And uh, we're going to admit we're going to be lighting a candle. But I thought we'd do, rather than the top five, we'd do a quiz Ooh. about knowing what something is despite not seeing it. It's a very tenuous link. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to describe five films to you and you need to guess what those girls, films are. you going to play the quiz? Are. Yeah. Okay. Might be a bit tricky for the girls. But we'll, if you could put your answers in the comments section, that would be great. Also, if you're new here, please say hello and tell us who you are and where you are watching us from we'd love to say hi so question or description number one what film is this orphaned farm boy finds hope in obscure religion after death of his aunt and uncle i'll repeat that orphaned farm boy finds hope in obscure religion after death of his aunt and uncle Star Wars. 
Can you read that? No. The Star yes, Star Wars Episode <laughs> 4. Well, a new home. Right. That should have been for last week though. Hope was last week. It was last week. <laughs> right. You might be able to get this one, girls. No. She got the last one. Film two. Oh, no. Film two. Have Man loses like goggles and underestimates reading ability of fish. Ooh, Man loses well. goggles and underestimates the reading ability of fish. Finding Nemo. Yes, it's Finding Nemo. No help from Mummy there. Right. Number three. A strange recluse and his singing employees lure children into his factory with sweets, then disposes of them one by one. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh. You've got, you got to give people a chance to write the comments in. Sorry, yeah. you didn't even get to write C, did you? In right, that one? okay. You, she won't get this one because she hasn't seen this one. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I was confessed that right. she was A very old-looking teenage girl's girl wears tight leather trousers and learns to smoke to win her boyfriend back. Then they sing. Read that again. A very old-looking teenage uh, yeah. girl wears tight leather trousers and learns to smoke to win her boyfriend back. Then they sing. Grease. Is there some colluding going on behind me? Oh. <laughs> And last one, number five, this is the easiest one to finish with. A large iceberg's peaceful, calm life comes to an abrupt end as a large ship collides with it. So a large iceberg's peaceful, calm life comes to an abrupt end as a large ship collides with it. They're all looking for me, but they won't they won't. They I won't saw this in the turns. cinema, it was so long, we had an interval. Um, Mandy? What's Mandy? Mandy. It's Titanic. It's Titanic. Titanic. Right, okay. So, we're going to light our candle. Now, Eve, you need to light your candle from last week that you blew out. No, not blow it out. So, See how long we last this week. Um, so, if you like that one. Okay, and what, this, what does it stand for? What's like yours one. one stand for? What's this one? Hope. Hope. Good girl. Try again. Try again. There hey, keep your finger on it. Oh, oh really? Can okay. I do it? Yes, go do it. Go do it. Half an hour later. <laughs> go on. <laughs> we'll be here forever. Let me light it and then you can light it. Let yeah. me. Let's light the light thing and then right. you light the. Hold it down. Hold it down. Don't light set fire to mum's eyebrows. Oh dear. Do not try this at home. Try it at someone else's house instead. Right! No! 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 Stop! No, stop! I need to. Right, Ellie. No, 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 And it talks oh, about well. even when we can't see it, you're working. Even, 
think we need to blow a candle out. Can I quickly? Oh, quickly, just going to let that Joel blow a right, candle and out. Come over as well. Blow. Yeah. Oh, all that effort. You can't blow. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! There we go. Right. No. <laughs> That's it, you've done one. Right, let's sing Waymaker. Peacekeeper. Yes, peacekeeper. <laughs> you are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you. I worship you.
And this Advent, as we light candles and blow them out again, and in this dark time, help us to know that you are light. And you call us to be light in the darkness too. I pray you that we, you will help us to remember that. Amen. Amen. So. Good singing, girls. Well yeah, done. well done. And thank you lot for singing and joining in as well, although we couldn't hear you. Um, so, oh yeah, go on quickly. I'm wearing matchy matchy. Matchy matchy. Oh yes, it's oh, a yeah. matchy matches with her dress. The yeah, unicorn oh. matches with her top. Oh yes. And um, daddy matchy. Matchy matchy. Ho ho ho. Ho 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 ho. Yes. And Joel needs matchy. And Joel's got a colour Christmas jumper as well. And... Yeah. I'm wearing a poncho. Anyway, <laughs> just <laughs> let you know what's coming up. We've got an interview now with um Chris about Christmas hampers that we're doing this year. We've got a very special news report and interview with a couple called Mary and Joseph. <gasps> We've got oh, Neil. Mary and Joseph, surely. Yes, the Mary and Joseph. Ooh. We've got Neil bringing the first part of our Christmas sermon series and it's called, this sermon, The Unexpected Message. Then we've got some songs, we've got some prayers from Selena. And yeah, stick around last about 45 minutes uh, we've already done about 15 so um yeah <laughs> we're a third of the way there say, so yeah enjoy see you later bye, bye. hello chris hi martin hello how are you doing very well yes we're doing okay thank good. you good are you pleased lockdown is over um, yeah, it doesn't make much difference to us, does it really? Because it's, it's sort of tier two and it's like, yeah, I quite like lockdown actually. I've enjoyed it. Good. Well, I'm glad you have enjoyed it, Chris. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, so now, I just wanted to chat to you a bit because um, last year you did some Christmas hampers. Yeah, um, we've yeah. done this in previous years, but last year we did it a bit differently. And yeah. I know that you've got this planned again for this Christmas. Yes. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you did last year? Yeah, well, it was really good last year because Liz and I went out shopping together and we got loads and loads of stuff, like basic Christmas fare, like mince pies and stuff like that, chocolate biscuits and everything. Treaty things. Yes. But then we also got numbers of children and um, parents. And we also went to B&M and bought loads of presents for the children, age relevant and sex relevant. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but there we go. And um, so we got those and we had a whole team of us wrapping stuff up in the church, in one of the rooms in the church. And that was such good fun to work together with everyone. But um, of course, because of COVID, we can't do that this year. So even oh. the shopping, Dennis and I have had to do it together, which has been okay. So, yeah. so uh, we'll come to this year in a bit. Um, yeah, yeah. What sort of response did you get to these Christmas hampers uh, last Christmas? Well, it was 
they, the people collected them from the school. But I think we had some emails to say that, you know, people were really very pleased with the things that we put in them and um, that they really, you know, were grateful for them. So, so, so that was really good. So who are the people that are receiving these hampers? They're families that um, go to Manorfield School and... Um, Which is on Court Lodge, just yeah, not yeah, far yeah, from, yeah. a stone's throw from the church. That's yeah. right, yes. So the, the school um, gave you, the, or we had um, not names, but we had um, people that needed them. So um, we were given details of how big the family was, how many yes. children, whether they were boys yeah, and yeah. girls, but we weren't given their actual names. No, yeah. no, that's right. Yeah. But that worked out really, really well. And then we took them to the school. In fact, the school came to collect them from our house because we lived just like three houses down which was fun. So we got to know some of the staff and everything, which was lovely. Yeah. yeah. So they, they were very, very pleased. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes. And, and the great thing is the school knows who the needy families are. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. They're, they're best placed to decide who, who, yeah, who should get these hampers. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So are we doing it this year, Chris? Yes, we are. But so far, we only have four families which we need prayer that there'd be more families because I've in our bedroom, not in our bedroom, but upstairs in our house, I've got 10 sacks with loads of food in and everything like that. And there's only four families that they found for us so far. So we need more families. Yeah. Okay. So we need some more needy families. Yeah. If Manifield can't give them to us, maybe we can get them from, from elsewhere. Yeah. But we want yeah. to, yeah. why, why are we doing this, Chris? Because it's not, it's not like essential stuff, is it? It's not stuff no. that I need, yeah. so why, yeah. why are we doing this? I think, for me, it's showing people that we love them and that the church really cares about them. And, um, you know, I think that people are really struggling, particularly this year, financially. So, although they're not very needy, but they really do need to know that Jesus loves them and that we care as a church about them as well. So, because um, in, in each one we put a card to say, you know, uh, blessings at Christmas and stuff like that and write a little message on so that they know it's from the church. And uh, yeah, so that's really good. Yeah. And that, for, and that God, loves, uh, God loves us and God's fun, isn't he? And yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and things like food banks are great at addressing the needs in our community. Yeah. But this is just a little bit extra, isn't it? Just a bit yeah. of fun. Yeah, some yeah, treats at yeah, Christmas yeah. and to put a smile on people's face. Yeah. And we wrap the children's presents up and we also um, do a present for the mum and dad as well. So they don't know what's... I mean, obviously, we don't wrap all the food up or anything, but we wrap the presents up in Christmas wrapping. And um, I think that's a bit of fun as well, really. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. And I know that people are given generously to this. Yes. Uh, yeah. Last for, for the last year, so much so that we've got money left over for this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's well. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. thank you, Chris, so much for for putting this together. Thank you for what you you're doing on the estate anyway. But thank you that uh, you're showing our love as a church to thank these you. these people. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. You're welcome.
episode of Unwrapped. Today I have a couple of very special guests who I'm excited to be interviewing about their part in the Christmas story. You could say that without these two, well, definitely one of them, the story never would have happened. So please give a warm Christmas Unwrapped welcome to Mary and Joseph. Good evening to the new Mr and Mrs. I hear congratulations are in order. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you both for joining us after such an eventful few months. You guys must be exhausted and not just because you have a newborn. Well, yeah, quite. It has been a roller coaster a year, let me tell you. Please do. So it all began after Joseph and I got engaged because we were doing things properly, you know, how things are meant to go. Of course. So we were engaged, excited to get married and then try to start for a family. Notice the order of these things. Well, that plan was soon changed, hey? Do I hear right that you had a rather unique visitor with an unexpected message? <laughs> to say the least, I was just minding my own business when an angel appeared in my house. No. I would have struggled to believe it too if I hadn't had a similar visit, but we'll get to that. So, as I was saying, an angel appeared and told me I was going to have a baby. I said, yeah, that's the plan, but not for a while yet because Joseph and I weren't even married. But then I went on to explain that Joseph wouldn't be the biological dad to my firstborn. I just looked at them confused. So they went on to explain that it would be God's child. As you can imagine, I still looked on confused until they explained that I would be pregnant by the Holy Spirit and that God had chosen me to bear his son. What a privilege, what a task. Not only was having the son of God a daunting task, but as was thinking about how to tell, well, you really, wasn't it? But God had a plan. Tell me about that, Joseph. How did you feel when Mary told you that she was pregnant, but that she hadn't been unfaithful? Well, I have to be honest, I didn't take it overly well. I loved Mary. I still really love Mary. And I wanted to trust her, but you have to admit that I think most people would struggle in this situation. So. I didn't want any harm to come to Mary or this child, regardless of who he was. So I was just going to quietly break off the wedding. Um, but as I said, God had a plan. He always has a plan. And what was his master plan this time? Well, I decided to sleep on it, never make a decision in a hurry. And that night, God sent an angel to appear to me in a dream. They explained everything and it all just became so clear what I had to do. I would raise this child as my own, but with the knowledge that he is God's. Wow, I mean, I heard rumours of this, but it's amazing to hear it directly from the parents themselves. I think we all know that God is in control, but at times like now, it's great to hear a reminder that God really does have it all planned out and we can see the bigger picture. Please tell me that he had everything else lined up smoothly for you. <laughs> Far from it. 
we ended up being caught in the middle of the census. So we had to travel all the way to Bethlehem at a time where I could have given birth at any day. Traveling that far is never fun, especially whilst heavily pregnant. That made it take a bit longer than we anticipated, really. Whoops. So by the time we arrived, everywhere was full, meaning that we ended up staying in a stable. And yeah, you guessed it. That's exactly where little Jesus chose to make his entrance. But I think there's beauty in that. It's not only was it not as hot as it was inside, but it also shows that Jesus is here for everyone, not just the rich and the famous. Can I just say, Jesus, I believe the name means he saves, is an inspired choice. Thank you. The angel told me when he visited that that was to be his name. That's amazing. He really did have every detail worked out, even if maybe it didn't feel like it at the time. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for this week. Thank you for joining me, Mary and Joseph. Yeah, bye. 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 And we'll see you soon for our next instalment of Christmas Unwrapped. Hello, I want to start today with a question. What's the biggest unexpected event that's ever happened in your life? I'll give you a moment to think about it. For me, it was probably my O-level results before the days of GCSEs. Now I saw school more as a social place rather than necessarily a learning environment. And for the first five years of my schooling, my secondary schooling, um, well, I'd just say I enjoyed myself. And then when, then when the envelope came through with the results, I was um, surprised to find that I failed half of them. I think people around me, like my parents and probably my teachers, were less surprised. But for me, I was. Now, that's not a great surprise, perhaps. Yours may be greater. And it may be sad news, maybe the loss of someone um, that wasn't expected. Or maybe it's happy news, a sudden announcement of an engagement or something. And of course, if you look on the internet, there are loads of stories. Twins separated at birth that later find themselves in later life. And I guarantee you that compared to the star in today's story, Mary, all of these happenings pale into insignificance and they look quite mundane. Today we start our new Advent series, which we've entitled An Unexpected Christmas. And today we have the first one, an unexpected message. Because 2020, of course, has been an, uh, the year of the unexpected. Who would ever have thought it's possible it'd be against the law to invite somebody into your house? And it's absolutely impossible to get a haircut. If you want to have a quick look at what the year has been like, and um, maybe look on YouTube and um, search for Michael McIntyre, fortune teller, as he explains in quite a humorous way of the things that we could never sort of envisage happening. But even 2020 looks fairly ordinary compared to the story which we can look at today. So let's turn to our Bibles and look at Luke chapter 1. And we pick the story up, starting at verse 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, 
a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at these words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who, who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word of God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Now I think that there are three surprises or unexpected things in this story. And the first one is the unexpected messenger, the angel. Here we have Mary, a ordinary young woman, in fact, probably a teenager, minding her own business. And all of a sudden, an angel appears. It doesn't say what the angel looks like, but we can read something into the fact that the second thing the angel says to Mary after good morning is, do not be afraid. An angel seemed to have this effect on people. A little bit earlier in the chapter, we read that an angel has visited Zachariah, Elizabeth's husband. And we read that Zachariah is startled and afraid. And in the next chapter, angels appear to the shepherds. It says they were terrified. The second unexpected thing in this story is the message. We have an unexpected message. Put yourself in Mary's shoes. An angel comes and the first thing he says is greetings. The second thing he says is good morning. Let's read the story again as to what the third thing he says. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great. He will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. Wow, oh wow, oh wow. Just think about it. Mary's just been told that she's to give birth to the Son of God. I think one of the problems is in nativity stories, and I've got to say, I love nativity stories is that the, the story goes on and an angel appears and Mary looks up and the story moves on. Perhaps we don't ever reflect on what Mary must have thought just at that point. But the angel goes on to give two pieces of reassurance. Firstly, a miracle. Elizabeth, Mary's cousin, who's very old, is already six months pre pregnant. And secondly, the angel tells Mary that no word from God will ever fail. The Advent candles that we light each week have a special significance. So last week was hope, this week it's faith. And the story of Mary and the unexpected messenger 
and the unexpected message is a story a of hope that god is sending a savior his rescue plan is coming to the world and secondly it's a story of faith and the fact that mary's response to the angel so we have an unexpected messenger we have an unexpected message and i would suggest that maybe we have an unexpected response I wonder what your response would have been if you were Mary. I have to say, I find it very difficult to put myself in her shoes. But let's read what her response is. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Mary's response shows great faith. She relies on those words that no word from God will ever fail. You see, this is not something she can enter into half-heartedly. I will see how it goes and if I don't like it, I'll stop or I'll leave it. She's about to become pregnant and give birth to the Son of God. In modern day parlance, her response would be, bring it on or you say it, I'll do it. Now we might just see this story as a story, part of the nativity play. And now we're looking forward to the journey to Bethlehem part. But I'd like to suggest that this story, there is something for us here now in 2020. It's a story of hope. The fact that Jesus sent a saviour, part of his rescue plan for mankind. And it's a story of faith that we need to rely on the words that God's word will never fail. And it's a story that requires a response. Not a half-hearted one that maybe we'll see how it goes, but like Mary, we're able to say, bring it on. What you say goes. Oh,
Father God, we thank you that you are always there, ready and waiting to hear us when we choose to come to you. Please forgive us that we don't make the time to do this as often as we should, which means we miss out on the hope, encouragement and renewing that being in your presence can bring. As we come to you now, we ask that through your Holy Spirit, you will meet each of us at our point of need. We are told in Isaiah 40 verse 8 that the grass withers, the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. As we come to the end of autumn, we have seen the changing colours all around us. We have seen leaves and flowers wither. This year has seen so much turmoil as the pandemic has swept aside so many things we took for granted. Well, we may have looked to our job, our health, our friends for security. How have we fared when we found that these cannot be depended on? Lord, in these times, help us to turn to you, knowing that it is only you and your word which have eternal value and will stand the test of time and will not change as external circumstances do. We are told in the first verse of Hebrews chapter 11, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. We have faith that as autumn turns to winter, winter will turn to spring 
and what appeared to be dead were once again burst with life. Help us to believe, Lord, that the same is happening to us. For those who feel desolate and worn down by the difficulties they face, Lord, grant them faith to know that beneath the surface you are working in them to bring renewal. May they experience your presence with them in a new way. We think now of people known to us individually and bring them before you. We ask that you would bring healing to their mind and body in the way that is right for them. As the season of Advent begins and we think again of the coming of Jesus, help us to be determined to set aside time to meet you in the midst of the busyness, to be struck afresh by the fact that God took human form, to begin to fathom that we are loved beyond measure and infinitely beyond our understanding. Jesus chose to share our humanity, to walk with us. This Advent, we pray that you would help us to show some glimmer of that love to those you put on our path to walk alongside. We ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you enjoyed uh, the service. If you have, please like, please share, um, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, that would be amazing. And uh, remember, we've got a whole uh, week packed full of different things, and you can find all of those at our Facebook page. Just search for Holy Baptist Church. We're going to finish our service now with a great uh, Christmas carol. So get your Christmas jumpers on, get your voices warmed up, and do join us in this final carol. See you later. Bye.
Oh